Hello and welcome to the Fat Girl Freestyle Podcast. I am your hostess, Kimberly Denise. I want to thank you for listening in and I hope you enjoy. As I always do, before I start my podcast, I like to make a little disclaimer and tell everyone that I very often use colorful language on this podcast and I want to give you fair warning so that you're not caught off guard but please listen either in trusted company with headphones or while you're alone so with that being said let's get started now tonight's podcast I usually try to keep it to about 30 minutes and maybe five seconds or so. But tonight I may run a little bit over simply because what I am discussing is something that is very personal, very dear to me. I want to talk about our fear of change. I want to talk about our fear of growth. I want to talk about our distaste for being uncomfortable. As some of you may or may not know, I am a writer as well as a playwright. And I write books that are considered, I consider, to be fat girl-friendly fiction. I consider myself a disruptor of the comfortable lines of thinking that people like to exist in. I enjoy making people think. I enjoy making people uncomfortable. Because when they are uncomfortable, they begin to examine certain things. My journey of transformation is currently underway. I'm a bit further in the process than most people might be, simply because this transformation has been happening to me for so many years. In fact, so many years at this point, I can't even remember when it started exactly. But I do know that as every year passes, I come into another year transformed in some way. As a newer person, I've shed the same old lines of thinking that I once had. And especially now that I'm in my 40s, it's happening at a much quicker pace for me and that is because I have begun to question just about everything in my life but getting back to the beginning let's talk about why we don't like change we talk about it but we don't really do it 
And year after year, we find ourselves in the same situations, the same patterns of thinking, with the same habits. And we wonder why we haven't broken out of them, or we wonder why we are so resistant. One thing I have come to discover is that the overall issue is fear of the unknown. We fear that which we do not know. We fear the exploration of any other possible truths other than the ones that we have grown comfortable believing. We just fear stepping outside of that comfort zone because we, we know the devils that we deal with. We know them already. We know how they think. We know how they operate. We know how they feel. We know how we will react to them. So to release those devils and to step into an unknown space where there may or may not even be anything else to really come against us and, and be what we were once dealing with, maybe something completely different. Because when you step out of that comfort zone, you change. So it may be something completely different. We don't want to take those kinds of chances because you don't know if you're even going to survive. And I, I don't mean survive in the literal sense of survival. I mean, surviving in, <clears throat> excuse me, are you going to be able to handle it? Are you going to be able to confront it? That type of survival. It's incredible to think that we would want to stay in the same miserable situations for 5, 10, 15, 20 years of our lives, and yet we do. And I found myself looking at other people and thinking, oh my goodness, how can they tolerate that for so long? And yet here I was tolerating my own situations for years and years and years. <clears throat> Same situations, just different people, basically. It's one of those things where you really must examine yourself first. And that is a hard thing to do because you have to admit to yourself that you have been failing yourself for Lord only knows how many years. You have to admit that you have put yourself in certain situations. You have to admit that you need to be held accountable for some of your reactions. See, one thing I have learned through this process is personal accountability. 
holding myself responsible for the people I allowed into my life, the people I allowed to stay, personal accountability for the decisions that I made, for my reactions, being out of control of my emotions, all of these things. And it is not easy at all. And I understand this is another reason why we are resistant to change because we have to admit the truth to ourselves. And who wants to face the truth that they have been a piece of shit? Who wants to admit the truth that they have been weak? That they have been foolish? It's easier to say it's the people in our lives. It's easier to say it's their behaviors, it's their thought patterns, it's their attitudes, it's their emotions, it's the way they react. It's easy to point that finger because it takes the responsibility completely away from us. And I'm telling you, change does not happen that way. Change happens when you own your flaws, your mistakes, your shortcomings, your imperfections, when you own absolutely everything about yourself. When you can fully and completely own everything and you take a long, honest look at yourself and you start connecting all of these situations in all of these circumstances that you have found yourself in, the only common factor has been you. That's it. And again, I understand it is not easy to take to task all of the experiences you have had in your life. And I'm not saying that absolutely everything that has happened to us is within our control because there are things that happen that are the results of other people's thinking and how other people live their lives and and how other people believe themselves to be and we are the victims of it so i'm not saying 100 percent of everything that happens but a vast majority of the things that occur in our lives it is because of us because of the decisions that we make. Prime example, excuse me, when we meet someone, and I'm just using this, you know, personal relationships as an example, because it, it seems to be something that a lot of us find ourselves in. You know, we, we're attached to the wrong types of people we introduce a person into our lives and we see all the all the flags that we've seen previously that we ignore and yet we still we hang on hoping that this one will be different hoping that we will have a different outcome and yet it's the same result every time and we end up hurt and this goes for anybody this isn't just for women this goes for anyone 
because this is a this is a human thing. This is not anything that is specific to race or gender. This is a human thing. We we want to cry and be upset and we want to we want to say, oh, my goodness, why do these people keep doing this to me? Why does this keep happening to me? And all the while we're looking at the other person or the other people and we're ignoring the common factor once again, which is us. Your question should then be, why do I keep doing this to myself? Why do I continue to attach myself to these types of people? Why do I continue to put myself in these situations? And yes, it can be a very hard pill to swallow because we, we also want people to feel sorry for us. We want people to feel bad for us. We want people to feel sympathy. And sometimes... Sometimes some of us just thrive on the drama. We are not happy if we have peace in our lives. We have to have the drama. We have to have the misery. Because that is what we have become used to surviving on. You have to change that because it is unhealthy. You have to work on Getting out of the mindset that keeps you in this cycle. Because that is what it is. The people change. But you don't change. Therefore, the circumstances and the situations are always the same. Ideal and truth... I don't <clears throat> I don't believe in sugarcoating anything especially when it comes to adults. I feel like you only need to be tender with children and old people. Everyone in between needs to hear the raw uncut truth and how you take it is how you take it. And it is not to insult you. It is not to hurt you. But it is to get you to realize that you are the one responsible for everything that comes into your life. When you see that guy or that girl and they remind you of the person who you were just in a miserable relationship with for five years. You start to feel a little nostalgic. You get that little twinge and you're like, oh, I don't know. I just, I really like him or I really like her. I don't know why, but it just feels so comfortable. It feels so right. It feels so good to me. I don't know. I just met her, but it's like, I don't know, I just met him, but it's, it's just like, it's something. That something is dysfunction. It's dysfunction. Same thing for when you take on a job and you're constantly in the midst of drama with your coworkers. 
I don't know why this happens to me at every job I go to. Oh my goodness. I'm going to have to leave this job. This is going to be my fifth job. I need to leave this job and go somewhere else. It is you. It is not your coworkers. It is you. You are thriving on misery. You are thriving on pain. You are thriving on drama, on disruption. And I need you to see that it is not healthy being in a constant state of disruption and aggravation and irritation and sadness and madness because that's what it becomes after a while. It becomes madness, complete and total madness. It is not healthy. It's not healthy for you mentally, physically, spiritually, or emotionally. We have to admit to ourselves when we are fucked up. You have to look in a mirror and say, I am a fucked up person. And let me tell you something. I already know it is not easy owning your shit. I already know it is not easy owning your shit. In another one of my podcasts, I spoke about being the side chick, the mistress, the cheater. I was a chronic cheater throughout my life. I was a side piece or mistress to a few people in my life for some years. These weren't short-term things. I mean, I, I, I dealt with these people for, for years. Not at the same time, but during p- different periods of my life. Whose choice was that? It was mine. It was mine. It was my choice to be put in those situations. I could have easily said no and I could have turned away. And so many of us choose those situations because, and I'm going to tell you something else that, you know, makes people uncomfortable and resistant to change. You don't want to admit that you don't love yourself. You don't want to admit that you have no self respect. You don't want to admit that you don't value yourself. You don't want to admit that you have zero self-awareness. You don't even know who you are. I love him. I love her. People just don't understand our situation and how we feel. There's nothing to understand. Because unless unless this is a, a polygamist situation or a situation of polyamory, that is the only viable reason why you should ever decide to be involved with someone who is otherwise in a relationship with someone else. Unless all parties agree 
this is what works for us. Completely different situation. And I will have a podcast about that down the line, by the way. But other than that, you're just a piece of side pussy or some side dick. That's it. There's no meaning there because you, you really, truly aren't being valued. But again, you can't blame the other person. You know, we have this wave of, of people wanting to lash out at, <clears throat> excuse me, y'all, I'm, my allergies. We have this wave of people, you know, lashing out and attacking or, or killing people that they're, you know, involved with. You know, that person is married and, you know, the person they were fooling with is, is there was a recent case where um, it was a pastor. I can't remember what state it was in, but the the side chick actually went to the pastor's house, the apartment where him and his wife were living. And she shot and killed the pastor and shot the wife as well. And I was like, you broke my heart. Very tragic situation. But had she truly realized that she got herself into it and it wasn't him things would have turned out differently she could have just simply accepted responsibility and moved on but not accepting responsibility for your actions and constantly wanting to blame the other person is dangerous per the example I just gave you Denying your responsibility in a situation can be very, very dangerous. Again, the common factor in all of this is always you. It will always be you. It will forever in the day be you. It is not the other person. It is you. But we don't want to change because we have grown so comfortable in these dysfunctional ways with this dysfunctional thinking We've grown so comfortable with it. We're so deeply rooted in it that we don't see any other way to live. And I'm here to tell you, if you want your life to truly change, if you want your life to truly be different, you have to stand up and you have to look in that mirror. And you have to tell yourself very plainly, because again, I deal in truth. And this is what I did for myself. You are a fucked up person. You have made fucked up decisions. And you have put yourself in fucked up situations. And now it is time to change. Because I don't want to live that way anymore. You have to have that come to Jesus moment as people say. You have to connect with your inner self. You have to get in touch with all of that. And a lot of times these behaviors and these patterns are rooted in our childhood. It's rooted in things that happened when we were younger. 
And I have traced my dysfunction back to things that happened to me when I was younger. Things that happened to me when I was a teenager. And again, it takes years or took years for me to come out of it. It may not take years for another person, but it took years for me because I had ignored it for so long and had let it pile on for so long and just could not see my way out of it for a very long time. It takes time. It does take time. And you will, I pray you will, have that moment, that time, that day where you really tell yourself, I am tired of this shit. And you really feel that. You really feel that exhaustion because it is exhausting. It is exhausting lying to yourself to stay in these situations that do not serve us. It's exhausting. But we are there because we put ourselves there. We are there because we want to be there. That's all I'm saying. Because we don't want to change. We have gotten comfortable with that dysfunction. I don't want people to take this as harsh criticism. And I know some people probably will, and that's okay. Because they're not at a point where they can accept it. And that's fine. I take no offense to that. I can only speak what my truth is and share that with everyone else. And if people are ready and willing to accept it, then they will. And if not, that's okay. They're entitled to feel however they want to feel because we all move at different paces. But you have to be held accountable. You have to hold yourself accountable. And you have to stop pointing the finger at the other person and you have to figure out where did this begin for me? Where did this start? How can I fix it? How can I change it? And again, it's a process. It doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't even happen in a year because like I said, it's taken me years to get to this point and I'm getting ready to be 43 years old. But there is no time limit on change. There's no time limit on growth. There's no time limit on any of these things. It can happen whenever. But you just have to face it. You just have to accept it. And you have to take that first step on the journey. You have to hold yourself accountable. These are the people I have in my life because this is who I choose to have in my life and these people just happen to come with these people come with a lot of fucking trouble and that's not where I am anymore and I tell people that all the time I'm not there anymore you know people don't understand the people who do understand because they have been there they get it but people who are not willing to start that journey and take those steps they won't understand and again that's 
okay because it is not for everybody. That's another thing I want to reiterate. It's not for everybody. It is tough. And not everyone is strong enough to take that journey. Because if I have to paint a picture for you, as I'm sure many people would who have taken the journey, it is like walking barefoot on rocks and shells and broken pieces of glass that have been sitting baking in the sun at a thousand degrees. And you're barefoot. But you have to get across this space. And you have all these things slowing you down. And you're like, listen, I'm just trying to get to where the grass is. My feet are cut up. It's hot. My feet are on fire. I'm crying. I'm sweaty. I'm uncomfortable. My drawers are sticking to me. Like... If I had to give you a description of the level of discomfort, the level of pain sometimes, that is how I would give it to you. You're trying to run, but you can't. You have to tread very lightly, almost on your tippy toes most of the time. Because again, it is a slow process. And you were just begging for someone to come along and say, listen, give me a ride. Give me some shoes. Give me some water. Just give me something. But there's no one in sight because this is a solitary process. Completely solitary. People will not understand your change. And that's another reason why people are resistant. Because they'll... they'll you will be misunderstood. You will be disliked, sometimes hated, and people will tell you you're changing and you're leaving me behind. But that's the whole point and purpose, leaving old things behind, whether it is people, places, possessions. It has to go. Something else that I struggled with leaving certain people behind because I love them. We're very close to them. We shared so much throughout the years. But they couldn't go where I was going. They weren't ready to change themselves and we were no longer in alignment. People don't want to change because they want to stay loyal. The only person you should owe your loyalty to is yourself. Because you are the one person that you are with forever. Until you close your eyes. Until you make that transition into the next life. Until you come back again a thousand times over. You are the only person that you are with forever. That is the person you owe your loyalty to, most of all.
But so many times we don't do that because we don't want to be seen as a sellout or a traitor or as a person who has turned their backs on the ones that allegedly love us. And to that I say, save yourself because there is no, there is no help coming. There is no handsome knight on a white horse. There is no maiden coming in a horse-drawn carriage. There is no dragon to ride to defeat the big ugly beast. Nothing. It's all you. That's it. There's no one coming to help you through this process. It is difficult. I cannot stress that enough. But change has to be achieved in order for us to transform into who we are to become. And you will have times when you look back and you will think about the different versions of yourself and you will say, I don't know that person. I do that all the time now. And when people come and talk to me or try to talk to me about things that I used to do, because sometimes people will come at you with malicious intent and try to embarrass you and make you feel bad and say, you remember that time? Dot, 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 dot. My response nowadays is, I don't even know who that person was. You have to own who you used to be. You have to own the things that you used to do. You have to own the choices that you made. You do. You definitely do. But when people come along to try to remind you and pull you back to that place... You tell them, I don't know who that is anymore. That person is a stranger to me now, a distant memory. You have to get to know the new me, but you won't get that opportunity to do so because I'm moving on, moving forward. Stop trying To hold on to people in your life who do not share your same vision, your same energy, your same drive. Stop trying to hang on to people who are just big spaces of absolutely nothing. Unless you want to be there too. But if you're trying to to transform, you're trying to change, you're trying to grow, that all has to leave you. You You have to release it all. You have to release it all.
And again, I cannot say this enough. It is a solitary process. And you will be lonely. And you will be sad. And you will feel misunderstood. You will feel like you don't even belong on this planet. I feel like I don't even belong on this planet anymore. But what is at the end of all of this? What is what is at the end of the transition? It's so wonderful. And I'm to a point now where I can see it. I have visions of it. I daydream about it. I can see where I'm heading and that pushes me to just keep going. And see now at this point where I'm at, I'm just releasing still a few things just within myself. It's it's not even about releasing other people anymore and releasing other situations. It's not even about that anymore. This is I'm down to a point where it's it's all me. The other shit was easy in comparison to some of the things I'm releasing now. But you you get accustomed to it. You get accustomed to the process. But you keep going and just know that there is a great light at the end. There are great blessings at the end. Because who you used to be was not ready to receive what is meant for you. So the universe will hold it. The universe will hold on to it until it sees that you are ready. That you are putting forth the effort that you are truly sincere about changing and being different. But if you don't, you're never going to get it. We have to we have to be sincere in our effort to want to grow. And you have to know You have to know that your old life will eventually seem like a movie. Like you were watching someone else live it because you almost become completely disconnected from it. And like I said a few minutes ago, you won't recognize that person. That person who you used to be will be a stranger to you. But when you come into that space of self-awareness, when you come into that space of really knowing who you are, No one can come to you and tell you who you are. You let people, you you get to a point where it's like, you think what you want, say what you want, feel how you want. I'm not even to a point where I have to defend it anymore because I know who the fuck I am. Point blank, period, with beyond a shadow of a doubt. I know who I am. And see, when you get to that point where you don't even care to correct people in 
what they think they know, who they think they know. That is a good fucking feeling to have. That's awesome. Because that shows you, that is proof to you right there. How much growth and change you have experienced. I don't even address it anymore. That's where you need to be. Okay. Because people... People will want to hold your past against you. You'll have your moments where you'll want to hold your past against you as well. But you have to grow beyond it. You have to, you have to transform beyond that. Change is good. Now I always say sometimes... The worst things that happen to us turn out to be the absolute best things because they open our eyes. They force us into our transition. They force us to evolve. And sometimes, you know, the universe has to do that. God has to do that. I say universe. Sometimes I say God is all the same thing to me. But sometimes the universe has to do this. See, when you are when you are a person that is destined for greatness, when you are a person who is destined for great things, the universe will get tired of waiting on your ass. That has happened to me. The universe will get tired of waiting on your ass and say, boom. You don't have a fucking choice at this point. What you going to do? Because the universe is gangster. You know, God is gangster. Sometimes, he, you know, they got to get on our level like that. Get us to pay attention. What the fuck you going to do? So what are you going to do? What... Are you going to do? Thank you for listening to the Fat Girl Freestyle Podcast. My name is Kimberly Denise. You can find me on Facebook at Kimberly M. Denise. That's Kimberly M. as in Mary, Denise, D as in David, E as in Edward, N as in Nancy, E as in Edward, S as in Sam. S as in Sam, E as in Edward, Kimberly M. Denise on Facebook or on Instagram. I post a lot more on Instagram than I do on Facebook. Pardon me. My Instagram is fat, F-A-T underscore girl, G-I-R-L underscore freestyle, F-R-E-E. S-T-Y-L-E on Instagram. That's fat underscore girl underscore freestyle on Instagram. If you want to email me, it's Kimberly Denise at yahoo.com. I take compliments, criticisms, suggestions, whatever you want to send, feel free. And again, I appreciate you for listening. 
Please share with your friends. Tell people about the Fat Girl Freestyle Podcast. This is a one-woman operation. And I am so very blessed and happy to be able to do this and share my thoughts with you guys. And that's why it's called Fat Girl Freestyle because all I do is write down a topic when it comes to me and I hit record and I start talking. So sometimes it sounds all over the place, but it is truly freestyle because it's coming off the top of my head. Thank you all so very much. You be blessed, righteous peace and abundant blessings to you. And I wish you all the very, very best on your journey. Thank you.